we get so concerned with like, okay, I, I, I can like feel this next level person that I'm supposed to be, but like, where they, where they, like, we're not supposed to be searching for the next level. Like, we develop into it by continuing to That's live so daily. Hard not to do, I know, I know. Hey, this is Kashara, and you're listening to Undiscovered Worth, the podcast. In this episode, I speak with Gianni, a Birmingham and Hibbit sports brand photographer, about patience and how it's displayed in his work. We also discuss what it looks like to discover purpose in all of our lives and the somewhat unexpected reality that comes afterward. Many of us, um, especially those in our 20s, are always in such a rush to accomplish something great. Um, a lot of us are expecting to be making a bunch of money at the top of our field by 25. Uh, have a house, a life partner, and maybe, maybe 2.5 kids by 30. As cliche as it sounds, though, uh, slow and steady does win the race in the end. And so this episode is an ode to anyone feeling behind in your journey or caught up in the competitive pressures of life. I hope you enjoy. over the course of, I would say, the past maybe three years, I've really kind of dived deeply into being a creative. And so one thing that I kind of have always been as a person is just someone who asks questions. Mm -hmm. And like sometimes I don't even think about like, oh, this is the, the basis of which I'm asking this question on. And so I think that one thing that really kind of irks me in just the creative world is if you ask somebody something they it, it's like the information that they're giving you is gold and it's like this yeah. prized position mm-hmm. and it's like mm, yeah no I'm not gonna tell them or you know like they'll like kind of tell you something but not for real so you basically walk away not yeah with your question not really it's like a scarcity mindset yes yes (laughs) and I cannot stand that because there's so much stuff that I wish people you know relayed to me a long time ago yeah um and I mean yes I've I have learned things on my own, but I feel like because people are just so kind of um, obscured with their information, I'm like, man, we could be, we could really be pushing each other forward harder and more quickly if we yeah. were open and like if if we actually genuinely cared about because I feel like that's what it really boils down to you just don't want to see anybody getting ahead of you mm-hmm. so you withhold mm-hmm. things that could help propel them forward yeah do you have friends like that now that y'all repel each other or I find that kind of hard in the city well okay so I feel like just naturally the people who I was around um before that were not like that, that were not, you know, kind of positively acting for the best benefit of everybody, kind of fell off. So, I feel like now, I mean, of course, I, I feel like I gain friends every day and lose, you know, like, you, I just feel like it's, it's always, like, the circle's always kind of rotating. But I feel like now the people that are surrounding me are genuine. From what I can tell, yeah. you know, at least, because you, you just never you know, really you know. You really never know. You yeah. really never know. But I feel like just, just 
with everybody kind of like doing their own thing and like you know I just feel like everybody's kind of they're moving forward and nobody's like stepping in anybody else's way which is fine um so yeah and and I think we're getting to the age too where like we're all starting to get really busy too so it's like we don't really have time to be malicious mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> yeah we don't have time to be malicious but um yeah I mean I think this this like one thing that I'm I personally have been trying to really make sure that I am helping people if I can like if anyway like even if it's just me giving you a contact like I don't know you know what to do to help you but this is somebody that I know that can help you even there because people are so quick to withhold contacts I'm like yeah but you really need that network. I don't yeah. think people realize that. Not right. Yes. I'm like, you You really never know how you helping someone else can benefit you later yeah. on. Even mm-hmm. if it's not an instant. Because I think we also want instant gratification. Like, scratch my back right now. I scratched yours <laughs> yesterday. You need to scratch mine. Yeah. Now. No. Like, you, know, you just never know. So, yeah. I'm so proud of you. Thank you. No, I'm being that serious. Like, I love to see people... One, like, doing well, yes. but, like, being hungry yes. and doing well, yes. you know? Because yes. it's one thing, like, when you're, like, handed everything and have that privilege, but it's another thing when you're, like, like the gratification of, like, really, like, going for it feels so much better. Especially, like, being around here, nobody's just handing out opportunities, so I think... Well, really especially since there aren't that many compared well, yeah, to, like, well, yeah, you know what I mean? Exactly. There's, a, there's not that many, and B, the ones that are here, people aren't just, you know, oh, here's a golden ticket, here's a golden ticket. No, like, people aren't doing that. So, to I think just to be around a group of people that are like, okay, look, these are the cards we were dealt with, how are we about to play these and, and win this hand, you know? Yeah. Um, I think that that's, that's a really, really good feeling. And then to have people like you, like, I just feel like it's just really refreshing to just see people, like, actually doing things. Like, yeah. we're not sitting around twiddling our thumbs. Like, yeah. we're out here trying to be somebody, you know, so. How would you describe yourself and how has that been reflected in your work? Mmm, great question. Okay, so. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Story time. Okay. So, so one thing that I really, first of all, first statement, I am a Taurus. Okay. That's important. Like highlight, bold, <laughs> do that, do that. For anyone who doesn't understand, what does this mean? So, okay, okay. The biggest, the biggest thing that I'm alluding to between, like, behind all of this is that. Like, one of the, our biggest qualities as taurines or whatever we're called um, is that we are patient. Mm, that's not me. Are you a Taurus? Aries. <clears throat> you didn't make the cut. Nope. <laughs> so, um, patience. Patience, patience. So, and I think that that's so funny because I literally, if you, like, search Taurus and you look up all the qualities and stuff, like... Gianni, 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 Gianni. And, and it's crazy because I'm like, I was born Mayfield, so I'm like right in the middle of Taurus season. So I'm like a whole Taurus. Mm-hmm. Not, not teetering on this side and not a little bit on the front end. Like I'm 
Athors, like in the middle. <laughs> so um, I was talking to my friend this morning because I had um, gathered all of my things. I had a shoot to do today, um, this morning, and I had to shoot some shoes for um, Hibbit and. Um, I gathered all my stuff. I felt like I had everything. Like I knew that I had everything. I was good to go. And I left out of the house. I had driven. Now, mind you, I live down 280, which is very far. Yeah. Um, like on the other side of Chelsea. And right. And I was in. I left the house at 8:30, so I was in 8 o'clock work traffic. So I literally gripped my teeth all the way up to like up 280 literally getting ramping um onto the freeway to get into birmingham i felt my pocket and i was like i could have sworn i had my memory card in here and i was like feeling around feeling around and then i remembered i was like oh man i had to reach under my bed to grab my shoes and i was like i'm pretty like 300 percent sure the memory card that i needed was in my pocket and it fell out so i was like man that means i'm having to like stop and drive all the way home after i just like you know whatever yeah. and then and then turn around and come back, you know, to Birmingham. And so, like, I was on the phone with my friend as all of this was going on. And, I mean, of course, I kind of had my own reserved thoughts about what was going on. But talking to him, I was like, ah, oh, I'm having to drive back home, you know. And he was like, Gianni, you literally said that in the most, like, sincere and, like, <laughs> not angry way at all. And I was like, I mean, yeah, I was like, well, you know, it's fine. I was like, stuff like this happens and you just have to like roll with the punches. Oh, God, yeah, yeah, and so, I mean, of course, at first I kind of was a little flustered just a second. But I, I mean, again, I, I'm not one of those people that I don't, I try not to get worked up over stuff. Like, especially when you think about something as minute as like, you just having to turn around to go get something that you need to do your job. Yeah. Um, and so he was, and so I was just talking to him and I was like, man, I think my biggest thing that I try to kind of push is like, there are so many things that you can actually be upset about and things that you should actually be worked up over and small stuff. They're not one of those things. And, um, I was like, I mean, it's up to each person to, to determine what's small to them and what's big to them. But I was like, for me, that was not a situation that I just needed to be exerting all of this animosity in the atmosphere yeah. for like my car is full of gas my tires are good and in, in, in inflated I can easily get back to my house <laughs> like I'm not pressed for time you know and he was like you are so patient and I was like yeah yes I am and I think that there's something that I show in my work because there's so many ideas that I have and there's so many things that I want to do and even in certain circumstances where I'm not able to do things right then or if there's things that um, like maybe materials that I need or whatever like I'm not like stressed or pressed to do things like I will wait or I will like kind of gather myself first before I go into a project yeah. and I think that there's something that I feel like shows 
just in the little stuff that I do. Like, I feel like you can see, like, okay, he, this wasn't rushed. Like, he, he waited. Like, this, this was a very kind of, like, you know, drawn out thing, production, if you will. Um, so, yeah. So, would you say you're patient? Would you, I guess, say that your patience and your ability to maintain perspective is solely because you were a tourist? Or is it because of your upbringing, your culture? Um... I mean, I, I do think that it's very ironic that there's like a, a bolded characteristic of a tourist, but I won't attribute that to, you know, my Zodiac. <laughs> but um, I, I, I look to my grandmother as being a big influence of that because just paying attention to her mannerisms and like just the way that she carried herself, she she was never one of those people that would be like, work up over stuff like I mean accidents would happen like you know people would cancel people would not show up people would not you know whatever and she man when I tell you there were there were very few times where I had seen her like actually upset Mm. over something you know and and so I think that that really kind of hit me because I'm like you know, like, why, like, why? Like, why do we get worked up over things? And why are we so impatient? Why are we so kind of, like, agitated by stuff? You yeah. know, why are we so angsty all the time? Um, and, and, of course, some stuff we can't help. Like, I get anxiety about stuff all the time. That literally just will come out of nowhere. I mean, I guess when it comes to um, just getting worked up over certain things, I try not to if I can control it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. So how do you... Okay, so for me, mm-hmm. very ambitious, mm-hmm. very, like, driven. Mm-hmm. I always have this, like, anxiety that what I want to do in the world, there's, like, 300 other people trying mm-hmm. to do that thing, and someone's going to get to it first, mm-hmm. and so I have to, like, go all the time. Yeah. I have no patience. Yeah. So how do you... Like, I'm at a place now where I'm trying to... Like be patient mm-hmm. in my career and mm-hmm. know that it'll all fall into place and yes. that like there's room for everyone. Yes. But like I can tell myself that, but it doesn't. If it's not physically manifested. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, um, my mantra over the past year has been everything is going to work out the way that it's supposed to. And I know this is so cliche, like everybody says, Oh yeah, it'll work out. It's always good. You know, but honestly, when has it not? Yeah. And and I like I've I've talked to so many people and that has literally been like my point of argument. When has something ever not worked out? Like you're even if even and, and not saying not worked out from like a real you know, subjective, like, oh, well, I did get fired that one time. (laughs) Okay, but who's to say that that was not an opportunity for you to move from one place Mm -hmm. to step to another place? You know, who's to say that that was not a setup for you to be positioned to be free so that when this other thing comes along shortly, if you have the patience to wait for it, um, that, you know, you would be prepared because you don't have anything else that's captivating your attention. Yeah. So, um, 
Yeah, and so I think that I've just really been kind of living and breathing off of that vibe and that energy, that thought that, like, it's going to work out. Like, it, when has it not worked out? You know, and even, like, there's been several instances where um, things didn't really go the way that I expected them to go or the way that I wanted them to go when I wanted them to go, but some type of way the opportunity fell like it, it fell in my lap some type of way yeah um and, and so I'm learning to wait in moments where maybe you aren't booked with a thousand clients and you feel like I need to be working all the time like I need to be doing all of the commercial gigs and all of the this and that maybe in that moment you're supposed to be doing maybe you're supposed to be preparing or maybe you're supposed to be um, resting like you know resting to prepare because that's another thing that I had to think about too um, I was just so like angsty about like I need five clients at one time I'm ready for them today. Like, I want them today. They need to be calling me today. I'm ready. Let's go. And then I had an opportunity that came. It was so funny that it happened this way because it came shortly after I kind of was, like, strong in that mindset of, like, I'm not doing anything, and I am ready to be doing something. And I had a number of people call me to do stuff, and I was like, yes, yes, this is what I needed. This is what I wanted. Yes. When I got out there to perform, I was so drained and, like, not rested to do it. And I'm like, man, you spent all of that time yelling that you needed this when that was your opportunity to rest, Mm -hmm. to prepare for what was coming, and you didn't even know it. Okay. Listen, I feel like this is literally what my devotion was about today. (laughs) Because, you know, we're moving to Atlanta at the end of next month. Okay. And I said that as if you knew that, but we're moving to Atlanta mm-hmm. next month. Okay. I like quit my job to do freelance. And so I've been feeling like such anxiety. Yeah. And so, you know, like on the Bible app, it, you know, you can see other people's like plans they've mm-hmm. been reading. So I was like, okay, like what is this? Let's see. And I was talking about like a vision and a purpose. And it literally, the second lesson, I always like, I never go day to day. I always like run through four mm-hmm. days because that's me. Yes. I'm, I'm yes. like not patient. And so it says, God goes to work in us to prepare us for what he knows lies ahead. And so there, he's also in the, in the lesson it was talking about how oftentimes he gives us a vision for our lives. Mm-hmm. And you know, at first we don't want to really accept it or we like talk yeah. ourselves out of it. Yeah. But he's, he said that he always gives us our vision and our purpose and then he prepares us. And so oftentimes you feel like, I know this needs to do, yes. so I'm ready for yes. it. Yep. But I see it. I, already I see it. it. So let me just Let's go ahead and it. go for it. And so he talked in the mess in that message. He was saying that like he gives us a vision and then he has to prepare us. Right. You always see it first. Right. And so I've like literally for the last few months, like I'll interview people and. Like, my big inspiration is Oprah. Like, I love mm-hmm. Oprah so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I listen to Super Bowl Sunday, like, mm-hmm. every week, twice a week, every time mm-hmm. episode comes out. Um, and so, I kept telling, I kept telling my friend, I was like, I feel like 
this is what I'm supposed to do. Not saying I'm supposed to be Oprah, yeah. but like the stuff that I'm doing now, like yeah. that, I could do that for free forever. Yeah. And so like, yeah. I know that's how, like that's what I'm supposed to do. Yeah. And so I was telling her like, but I feel like there's things that I don't know that I don't know and that I'm not able to really be what I have to in my head mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. I'm not prepared. Yeah. And I feel like I'm not gonna be able to be intuitive enough to ask, like, ask deeper questions yes. Yes. that I know I wanna ask, but I don't even know where to begin yeah. until yeah. I've like lived. Yeah. So it's just like. Yes, yes. It is so good. Yes, yes. And, and the biggest thing that I can say to that is that you know eventually you are going that is going to be one of the layers that will be peeled off and then you will cross that threshold yeah. to then say okay I'm living in this space that I was once thinking about but I feel like you just have to keep living like we get so concerned with like okay I, I, I can like feel this next level person that I'm supposed to be but like where they where they like we're not supposed to be searching for the next level. Like we develop into it by continuing to That's live so daily. Hard not to I know, I know, I know. It's like, like Mario. Like when you're like looking for that mushroom. Like you want the mushroom <laughs> so that you can hurry up and turn mm-hmm. into like a bigger Mario. But yeah. no, like you will get it eventually. Like you yeah. just have to keep going through the course until you get to the next one. Yeah. But we're so like, where is it at? Where is it at? Where is it at? And. It, you know, then you kind of get lost in where you are currently because you're trying to find something that's in this space. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yes, yeah, I'm so glad. This like. This is so a good. whole thing. Yes. Yeah. Like, what are the chances? I was literally <laughs> just reading about this. So, do you ever feel any like fear or anxiety with your work or? in actually doing it because I feel like in addition to having this vision of what you feel is your purpose there's also that tension between like Mm -hmm. like how I just said that he prepares you before you're Mm -hmm. actually ready to go Mm -hmm. and like really fully be in your purpose or whatever Mm -hmm. so then there's like that tension between like for me I fear failure so it's like Am I just saying, like, oh, he's gonna prepare me? I'm just waiting, yeah, but yeah. I'm really just not acting You're because feeling. I'm afraid, you know what I mean? Yeah, like, do you yeah. ever feel that, like, yeah. tension of like waiting and preparing and living and then not taking that leap because of, you know? You know, okay, this that's a really, really interesting question because from my own personal, like, I guess, experience looking, okay. They're, I guess, living in that particular moment where, like, things are kind of, like, you're, like, at the bottom. Like, when you feel like you're just at the mm-hmm. bottom. Because, of course, we feel, we don't know where we are positioned. Yeah. But we just feel like we are just rock bottom. We are the scum of the earth. Mm-hmm. You know, we're at the bottom. I feel like looking back, I'm like, boy... I honestly, it's those moments when I'm like going through that I feel like God will literally turn a situation around just like that. And and, in those moments, I'm like, what? (laughs) And if if all these other things hadn't happened that I thought were not, then this wouldn't, 
So, so I honestly can't say that I. Yes, I do feel like I I live in that tension a little bit, but I feel like when just it, it, it of course I say in a random moment, but it's not random because it's already designed. Mm-hmm. It's already written. Like all of this stuff is already planned out. Yeah. So it's good. Again, that goes back to it all is going to work out in the end, but just kind of speaking to it I feel like it's always in those moments when you are you know kind of like in those thoughts and you're really having to pray like Lord okay I don't really know what we're doing right now and you know I'm just need and and I feel like it's in those moments when you're really kind of like you know you're weeping but then joy comes in the morning it's really that type of thing where like you look up and it's like oh shoot this is a blessing yeah. Oh dang! I got an opportunity, or like, oh shoot, somebody needs you to do this, or oh dang, I'm able to do, you know, like. So, that tension lasts, I would say, for a very brief moment, and then something happens to where it's like your hope is revitalized. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's always been like that for me, honestly. I just I feel like I feel like I'm not carried in the valley too long to where he's like okay I'm, I'm leaving you here like I feel like he always shows me like boy I got your back yeah so yeah then this this is something that I've had to learn to be okay with even moments um like even before I got the hibbit job I was like man I'm I'm still in school but I'm kind of over it I'm like wanting to do like more professional and commercial stuff but I know that they're looking for your schooling or they're looking for experience which I'm not done with school and I really don't have the experience so I'm kind of stuck right now like I don't know what to do but I'm just gonna do something like keep doing something Um, and like I said I just you know I had the thought one day to just approach my friends about something with Hibbit and it seemed like as soon as I made up my mind, like, okay, I'm going to approach them, I'm going to say something, I'm going to present myself, and I'm going to let them know, like, I want to do this. It seemed like as soon as I did that, it was like, snap, paracle, pop, contract sign. I'm like, Lord, what? <laughs> and for real, it's like, it, it is really like that. Like, yeah. he literally turns situations around in the blink of an eye. And so I try not to live in like a negative thought for too long like of course we just naturally do that because it's a fleshly thing that we do like we're going to be woe is me like I'm a failure like Bill Gates will never you know Mm -hmm. we are going to live in that but I try not to live in that too long because I do know that joy does come in the morning it really does so yeah um when do you feel the most at peace when you feel the most at peace Honestly, this is actually something I'm struggling with for real because I feel like for me to feel at peace, I need to be like on the move. I only feel As in, like, like doing work. And- yeah, like I need to be like I. I'm not one of those people that can sit at home. I can't. I can, I literally cannot sit at home. I can sit at home. I just have to always have my computer like right here doing Mm-mm. other stuff. I can't be at. I cannot be at home. 
I really can't. I cannot. And like, I wake up first thing in the morning. Like, I do not sleep late. If I sleep late, it's because I was up super late. But like, if I go to bed, I'm going to wake up seven o'clock, seven thirty. I'm up. I go ahead and take my shower. Like eight thirty, I am making my way out the door. Like even, and it's not even like, oh, I'm going to work. Oh, I'm. Yeah. I'm like. Like this morning, I had I didn't have to shoot until like eleven thirty twelve, but I was out of the house at eight o'clock. Now, granted, with the whole memory card situation, I was glad that I did kind of leave early because yeah. I did have enough time to go home and come back. You know, I was fine, but. Even if I would have had my memory card, I would have found something to do around the city. Like, I would have found somewhere to go, something to do, until it was time for me to shoot. I just, it, but that makes me feel comforted. Like, I feel like I'm, like, out doing stuff. Um, now, will that bite me in the butt later? Maybe so. Cause my aunt always say, you do not rest. She says, you do not rest. Yeah, that was going to be my yeah. next question. When do you actually rest? Yes. But someone had posted something that was kind of like, eh, okay, whatever. And she was saying, like, some people, like, they are productive and busy. Mm-hmm. I was kind of alluding to the idea of being productive isn't the same. Like, being busy isn't the same as being productive. Mm-hmm. 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 So she was saying, like, oh, well, you know, some people are productive and busy. Mm-hmm. And that is, like, you know, what they do. Yeah. So, like, how do you rest? Like, or how would you rest? So, one thing that I've been doing um, recently, like, I feel like I've gone on a trip every month. Like, I've, I've gone somewhere every month. And it's, like... Like for my birthday, um, May, I went to um, shoot, I went to New Orleans the day before my birthday, and then the day after my birthday, I went to um, Puerto Rico on a cruise. So, I, man, when I tell you that in itself was like, I just feel like anytime I'm away from work in the sense of like physically being around like. Because I guess for me, Birmingham, the city of Birmingham is work because I have products that I'm taking around Birmingham all day that I'm shooting. So I feel like just being in the city of Birmingham makes me feel like I'm working, even if I'm not. I just feel like I'm like, okay, we're, we're doing something. Yeah. So um, I guess just being on those trips made me feel like, okay. I'm not around any products. I'm not in Birmingham. I, I mean, I have my camera, but it's, it's like for leisure mm-hmm. photo taking, not for, you know, commission work. So for me, that was a really good opportunity to like release. And I've literally done it every month this year. Um, I went to New York for New Year's, which was a great trip. In February, I was in Miami. March, I went to the beach. Um, April, I don't, I don't think I went anywhere in April, actually. And then, of course, like I said, May, last month, well, no, this month, because it is still June, um, I was just in L.A., um, and then I went back to the beach with my family. So, like, just those moments that, 
I'm able to go away and like spend days kind of like rejuvenating myself or like just kind of like having fun, like not thinking about anything that is an obligation. Um, that for me is rest. And then I'm able to come back and, you know, kind of power up until my next trip. So that might not be the most economic way to rest. <laughs> <clears throat> that's actually not the most economic way to rest, but that's something for me that has been working yeah. just so far. And even if it's just like, I'm gonna go like, you know, for the weekend, just drive to Atlanta and just chill out in Atlanta with some friends. Mm -hmm. To me, that's like that is is like an equivalent to you know, no, Atlanta is not Puerto Rico and the adjacent islands. No, yeah. it's not. But for me, that is still just the same kind of idea, like. Let me get away for a second. Let me enjoy time with friends and not be, you know, obligated to do anything. Mm -hmm. That is my way of rest. That's good. Yeah. What would you tell someone? Because you're, you're basically graduated. I just go ahead and say you're yeah. graduated. So advice that you would give to someone who was either just starting school or a year or so behind? I would say to really... Um, I mean, really consider what it is that, that you feel like is for you and, and not on a surface level, like really kind of like take yourself into consideration and like what you're actually interested in. Look at, um, like the field that you're wanting to go into and see like what's actually necessary and what's not, um, and then even because like just personally, I feel like. I, I do not believe that I had to go to school to do this, but I feel like if I could go back, I probably would have done an actual art school. Um, but that's not something that I considered starting college because I started as a pre-med major. What did you major in? I was, I was, on, a, I was on the pre-med track at the University of Alabama. Um, biology, neuroscience, <laughs> and I look back and I'm like, there's no, like, obviously I was living up to someone's expectations. Exactly, 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 <laughs> exactly. So what I'm saying is, take yourself into consideration what you were interested in, um, and really like, like shine the light to you, and really see like, okay. This is what I'm doing. This is what I want to do. These are the, like do your research. See like how other people who you kind of look up to that are successful in your particular field. See how they got to where they are. If it's you know the way that you're going and you feel like this, it's very fine. If it's not the way that you're going, actually consider that as an option. Like don't think, oh my gosh, my family is saying this. My you know like really consider like okay. This is what I can do. This is what I, you know, this is what would result from me taking this route and like really weigh those options. Because when I tell you, I did not weigh any options. <laughs> I did not. Like my summer leading up to school, I was shadowing an anesthesiologist. Like I was in like a, um, a rural minority health scholars camp <laughs> by way of my mother. And I mean, honestly, that's how it is. Like, it, it, it takes you 
getting into those positions and being like, okay, this is not for me. Mm-hmm. That's almost as important, yes. if not as more yes. important than. But you have to be honest with yourself in that moment because I do. I feel like I have a lot of friends who reach that same point at the same time that I did, and they're still trying Kept to. Going. Yeah, they're trying to like grit their teeth through it and I'm like girl you're over here like hair jumping out of your scalp <laughs> just so that you can fulfill this you know I didn't I mean granted yes you will be making a good dollar when you finish yeah. but I mean like you're, you're sacrificing your like sanity and your peace of mind to like appease I guess society's kind of standards of like oh these are the cookie cutter jobs that you should have when you leave college law medicine engineering engineering education blah 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 no no what do you want to do like what do you want your life to consist of okay Mm -mm, no and like when I tell you I I mean yes I feel like sometimes the stuff that I do is stressful but I would not trade it at all like I would not I have so much fun like and really, it's it's it really like points back to that quote, like you know, if you're doing something that you love, you will never work a day in your life. And I feel like I'm not quote unquote working. Mm-hmm. Like I mean, again, yes, I do feel like some of the um, some of the stuff like I'm having to kind of turn around product quickly. Or I'm having to shoot something like a really really short time frame and edit it and hurry up and get it back. Yes, that is stressful. But I mean, I really do enjoy. Um, just the the field and like I enjoy being creative and I enjoy allowing my creativity to pad my bank account like I love that I love that that's a really good feeling and there's a difference between like stressing over a job that you don't care about that doesn't mean anything and like stressing over something that like you You, love it's like it's two it's completely different, different yeah. spaces to exist in. Yes, I agree with that completely. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I would literally just tell that person, like, just just really kind of follow in your own footprints and, like, make your own footsteps. Like, you're fine. You're yeah. fine. Yeah. So... This has been good. Yes, I'm glad. I feel like, I mean, even for me, even just being able to say some of these things mm-hmm. out loud, like, I'm, like, it's kind of, like, therapeutic for myself, like, yeah. actually being able to talk about those particular things. So. You've been listening to Undiscovered Worth, the podcast. If you enjoyed, be sure to rate, subscribe, and share with others. Also, be sure to follow Undiscovered Worth on Instagram and Facebook.